Indiana Jones, Indiana It's a podcast about Indiana Jones. Every movie, one minute at a time. Indiana Jones. Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute the podcast in which we celebrate and discuss the film Raiders of the Lost Ark one minute at a time. <coughs> I'm Tom Taylor. I'm Pete Mummert. I'm Jerry Porter. Okay, I'm Evan Chakover. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ryan DeGiorgi. Welcome. We're excited about you too, Ryan, but God, Evan, you nailed that. That was sweet. Yeah, yeah. I, Evan a won this bit one. Of a, bit of a hiatus there between names, but... But hey, that counts. That's fine. Yeah, you can lengthen Uh, that in post. I think I will. Yeah, I was just considering that. (laughs) Just really build up the suspense. Um, Speaking of suspense, what's going to happen now that all these uh, ghosties are floating around? Let's find out. Because in minute one hundred eight, we've got Belloc expressing his opinion of these ghosts, and uh, this minute ends with fire rushing across the nearly empty altar. Well, last week we kind of played with the idea that maybe Belloc is a secret good guy, like he's actually uh, here to get rid of the Nazis. And I think this is a good minute to show that maybe that might be true because he looks upon the work of Yahweh and he just goes, beautiful. Yeah. And then Tote kind of makes the face and is like, it's like he mumbles to himself, beautiful. <laughs> I love that. That's one of my favorite yeah. parts of the movie. He's like, huh? beautiful? I don't know. I am beautiful. I've seen hotter like, ghosts. <laughs> they're looking at a Jackson Pollock painting. <laughs> okay, it's genius. It's genius. A movie starring Tote called I've Seen Hotter Ghosts would be the best movie of all time. Yeah. I do like when, you know, he says, that's beautiful, and the ghost is freaking out. And then Tote, that look, the look of beautiful, also is sort of the look of like, wait, this not, this doesn't seem good. Like, just this guy, something <laughs> yeah. is wrong here. Which yeah. is a great, like, it's a great shortcut to then just immediately cut to, like, evil version of the scene. Right. That's true. Well, I never thought of that. It's a classic famous last words. I mean, how, how many times do you think you've heard, you know, <laughs> that, that it's beautiful has been said, and then that's the last thing somebody said. Yeah. Well, we did it. <laughs> well, that was close. Um, these, uh, we get this shot right after uh, Tote starts screaming his head off like a crazy person. We get this shot of uh, Belloc and Dietrich and Tote behind the uh, behind the arc as the flames are coming up to engulf Belloc, and they all seem really weirdly posed. Like, yeah, it almost looks like they're posing for a still or something. Because Dietrich is like standing there, like with his hand sort of to his throat a little bit. He's doing like he's the not Darth really moving. Force choke thing. Yeah, yeah. He was he was uh, being frightened by Vader's uh, sorcerer's words. This is another <laughs> great example of these two actors thought something else was happening in this Yeah, scene, yeah. It didn't get animated. But it's still <laughs> right. kind of like you you wouldn't notice it if you weren't watching this movie minute by minute probably, but it's like, wait, what are what are they doing? Yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's, it's got very, shoulders all hunched up. He's like kind of in the middle of a laugh or something. Right. Or like a Frankenstein yeah. kind of thing. The thing is Belloc screwed it up more than anyone but they like they're like well we got to put this fire in front of someone's face and belloc did the worst job so we'll cover him up yeah we'll fix him in post with the power of god well you know what i love here is the wrath of god is so perfectly biblical 
there's a, a ball of fire floating above the ark, and then Yahweh uses Belak's face as lighter fuel, <laughs> and then we see a smiting. And, yeah. and Belak is the instrument through which God smites the Nazis. Yeah. Like, it's, and, it's his yeah. eyes that are the laser beams that kills the Nazis. The chain reaction of, like, through the chest from Nazi to Nazi is just really yeah. satisfying. Yeah. And you if, can throw if you that like into if there's your one... Star Wars, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, it's very... Yeah. Uh, Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. Well, it's like, if there's one thing you know about Yahweh in the Old Testament, it's meddling ass hoes get smote. Yep. Yep. It's true. Jared loves and saying metal and assholes, by the way. I don't know if you picked and it up. Smote. And smote. And smote. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that because as we come, we're on uh, minute 108. I'm like, that's so... Actually, that's what this so much of this movie is about. And it's a lot, it's, it's a lot of what the Bible's about. Meddling ass hoes. Mm-hmm. Because Not think about this. supposed to. Yeah, because... And this whole thing, this whole Ark of the Covenant thing, is a lot like the story of Adam and Eve. Yeah. It's like, here's the one thing. You can have all this other stuff. Just don't touch yeah. it. Yeah, right. right. Anything you, you know, want, just look at it. Yeah, just don't <laughs> look at it. It's like, the, and, and it's the one, and, and everybody, like, no one can do that. Yeah. And the irony is, of course, they've been studying this stuff for their entire lives. You'd think someone would know better especially by minute 108. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they, they haven't really seen anything. Go- like, no one's gotten, you know, no one's been gotten yet by the Ark. So, well, I mean, the whole, you know, like we talked about the Yahweh Sinch highlighter and it yeah. only burns off what you put on. And then how about just studying the Bible? Maybe. It's like we, we have all, we even made a, a verb out of Uzzah. <laughs> well, that's all on Belloc. It's not like Dietrich and Toad are like studying up with him or anything, or right. you know, a little Bible study class or something. It is oh sure, but I mean, lead. it is weird though that like they've the the figure the head the piece of the staff of Ra or whatever that has most of this information on it. Like in the in the scene we talked about last time that was cut. Like, isn't it the figure like the the top piece that says "Don't look at it." Uh, oh, yeah, it's, that, it's on the, it it's on, on the, the headpiece. It's on the other side of the headpiece of the staff of Rod. It says, "Yeah, right." Which is also, I love that. Like, we have this headpiece, and one side of it is all red herring information, and the other side of it is all like the important information. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like diffusing a bomb. Right. Cut the blue wire, but first, cut the red wire. But they they've had this, or or you know, um, you know, Marion's dad had that figurehead thing forever. You'd think that at some point he'd be like, "I should disseminate this information." Like, if you do, if you come across this. Please yeah. do not look into the ark. Yeah, stick with your buddy. Don't look at the ark. Yeah. Make sure you have a lot of water. All the basics. Well, I mean, the whole, like, all the people who actually know what to do are complete non-factors in the movie. We got Doug Henning, uh-huh. who tells them, you know, who warns them. You got Marcus, who's got, like, you know, what, two minutes of time? And, and, and I guess to a lesser extent, Sala. But these are all the people who, you know are warning everybody not to, to don't yeah. don't touch the apple. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see the arc. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's funny that Indy um, like goes through the whole movie saying he won't like of course he's going to touch the apple. Of course he's going to look at the arc and he's the yeah. one guy that doesn't. Right. He figures yeah, it out. If, if Indy had gotten the arc himself, he, he's like about to open it and he's like, "Wait a minute. You know what? I shouldn't <laughs> look at this." Like he just has that epiphany yeah. right the last minute. 
I gotta go. <laughs> well, that's what he's saying. I think I, Yahweh kind of bros him down a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I like to. I think, mean, because it. Go ahead. No, well, he just for the rest of the movie, he doesn't really act that way at all. Yeah, right. Is it one of those, like I said, one of those St. Paul epiphanies or something? Mm-hmm. I like to yeah. think he would have, like Indy would have done the same thing with the sand, been like, well, whatever. But then before the ghost came, he would have had his epiphany and leapt out of the way or something. Yeah. Put the lid on really quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Like it's a hot pot. Before, <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, and. Just all these all these guys are meddling the whole time with basically what they're not supposed to be meddling with. Yeah. That's it. And uh, I don't know if uh, anyone picked up on this, but um, three guys uh, melt and their heads explode in this scene. Oh, I didn't notice <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah, actually, I, like I always thought Dietrich and Pope both melted, but Dietrich shrinks. Oh, yeah. thank you for saying that. That was one of my big notes. Does Dietrich actually melt? No, he he shrinks. He and he I was does. wondering. He just gets, like each guy does a different thing, and I wonder if it's like one of those ironic kind of gift of the magi kind of things. Like Jesus each guy Christ, has a you're reading my notes. You're reading my notes right off my screen. I said it's like yeah. a fairy tale Twilight Zone come up and sing. Dietrich sucks. Tote finally melts to death. He's finally hot enough to melt. And Belloc's got a big head and it explodes. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> I just I like that they this this one minute contains three of the best deaths on cinema history. It seriously does. One after Four, another. Four, you count the camera guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, see, now I wonder, does the camera, like, why does that guy, yeah, that guy, he gets it in the chest, the hands, yeah. and the eyes, and I thought to myself, <laughs> well, maybe he was the only one who wasn't circumcised. Oh, maybe, oh <laughs> guys, maybe that's one of the guys who uh, lifted the lid off. So he's getting oh, the yeah. hands, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he gets there. I thought, well, maybe like, was he stealing like Girl Scout cookies or something? Probably, he's a Nazi. <laughs> like he, got, he got a little extra. <laughs> right. I like the people yeah. behind him are are just like, let's see how this pans out. <laughs> like they're not really reacting yet. Yeah. They might use it up on him, and then we're yeah. good. <laughs> but well, I, you know, the 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 business with with Dietrich. And Belloc, I always just thought was like an atmospheric pressure thing. Mm. Oh, weird. Weird. Yeah. Because, well, because Dietrich, you know, he kind of implodes. Yeah. Yeah. As you said. And then Belloc explodes. In some yeah. ways, Dietrich is the grossest of the three. I don't know if I totally would say that, but in a way he is because it's so weird. Like he does just sort of like shrivel and shrink up and stuff. And he was easy to imitate <laughs> when you were a kid. You just like suck your cheeks in and like, oh, Dietrich. Get me, I'm a melting Nazi. He's the, you know, he hands down has, he has the most disgusting noise when his cheeks come. It's like a, it's like a frying coconut. What's awesome about this is, you know, as soon as this came out on video, I mean, I meant to, this, one of the first notes I had when we started doing this is to find out when this first came out on VHS, but I have no idea when it was. Anyway, uh, the first thing you would do is speed right to this scene and you would want to see, you'd want to get tote to do him in a uh, slow motion, like frame by frame. Which oh yeah. Awesome. Even then yeah. on VHS. Um, but like the way these shots are set up, it's like Tote screams. Uh, uh, oh no. Dietrich is freaking out. Tote screams. Belloc is freaking out. And then it cuts to fake head of Dietrich getting freaked out. Like does the same sh- series of shots, but like as special effects until uh, Belloc's head explodes. 
I like to imagine that the ILM guys were like, okay, we think we have this like head melting thing down and they do Dietrich and they're like, yeah, that's okay. And they're like, okay, wait, we can do a little better. And then they did tote and they were like, well, we can't do better than that. And they're like, just make the last guy's head explode. Like, we don't care. back to God. I always thought this was like kind of the early days of ILM and they're just like, let's see, like, what what should be yeah. our signature, you know? <laughs> how do we show ourselves to the world? Like, we could do a melting face. We could do... It's like their business card. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Why yeah. pick one? Do them all. <laughs> well, do you th- I mean, which one would be the most painful? I think Dietrich's. Oh, God. I don't even know. No, I think Tote. Nah, uh, Dietrich looks quick. watching it happen. Tote's kind of like he's... Yeah. His eyes are kind of turned down when he's... And he like, sees his... Oh, I think he's alive until the very yeah. end, too. Right, but but it's it's kind of a non-factor once your nerves melt. Eh, maybe. I mean, I guess yeah, I guess so. But I don't know. Maybe it hurts when less if your nerves eyes, get small. When Dietrich's eyes roll back into his head, that's it's sort of like okay, he's probably not feeling anything anymore. He's like gone. But I yeah. feel like Tote feels it all, like Evan said. <laughs> well, his eyes roll up too. But <laughs> yeah, it's, you're right. It's also like gurgling and screaming. Right. And oh, it turns into a gurgle. That's so fucking gross. <laughs> That's really disturbing. Somehow the most, like the most effect, not the most effective thing, but somehow a huge element of the, of, of tote is the way his whole body just sort of like drifts to the side a little bit as he's melting. Somehow yeah. that slow motion just like adds something to like, Oh, something horrifying is happening. And uh, his glasses slip down his face yeah. and everything. Oh, losing, it's sick. Losing the glasses is really what does it for me. Just like slowly, impotently sliding off his melting face. Yeah. And then yeah. Like, his know? hat kind of starts to fall down. Because oh, his face yeah. isn't big enough anymore. So his hat starts to <laughs> fall down. <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I remember my reaction. I've told the story before on here. I, my, my cousin took me to see this. I wanted to see Superman too, but he took me to see this. And I was so excited once I realized what was going on. And this scene came and just, you know, we're in the theater. It's bellowingly loud. And I just yelled at the top of my lungs. Oh, my God. And my cousin's like, shut up. <laughs> I just like I could not handle that. A guy was melting in front of me. <laughs> Blew my mind. When I saw this the first time, it was it was in the theater, but I don't think it was the initial release. And my, I remember my mom covered my eyes for this part. And I never knew what happened sure. until probably it came mm-hmm. out on or I saw it on video. Oh, wow. Years later. And you're like, thanks, Mom. It's just like, well, I guess <laughs> they, they just put it in a box in that scene. That was just the boxing. <laughs> yeah. What was all the yelling, Mom? Did someone nail their hand by accident? Yeah. The hammer hit their thumb. Well, you know, the thing, before they each have their uh, sort of signature demise, one of the creepiest things is, Tom, as you said, they're just like, they're screaming. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you don't, you wonder, you're like, that. it seems like some pressure issue oh definitely it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just like yeah and it's just i don't know you're like well what is it that's happening to them yeah. and it's re- it's really creepy well, that's wins the, most the scream maybe. face award that, that's the best he, scream face in the history of movies yeah oh yeah dietrich yeah oh yeah dietrich yeah. yeah he's freaking out and i, I, I wish you could but, see uh Belloc's explosion, and this was a big deal because this was the whole reason the movie was going to get an R rating yeah. on the ratings board. And they made yeah, Spielberg I read that Spielberg put a fire over his face so he wouldn't see his head exploding. And I'm wondering oh. how, how is that worse than the melting face or the right? Shrink? Yeah, and they they I mean, referenced that 
when all the uh, Temple of Doom stuff was going on and they were, they were getting like, you know, they had inv- they had to invent PG-13 for Temple of Doom. And I remember people saying, we blew up a guy's head in the first one. Nobody was <laughs> freaking out about that. But you know what? I honestly, I think even then, reading that article leading up to like Temple of Doom or something, I don't know if I totally got that Belloc's head exploded for years and years and years. Well, yeah, I, I didn't when I first saw it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I thought oh, happened. Like he's just screaming and then he's not. I don't know. But. Well, I, I didn't get that his head exploded at all. Yeah. I, you're sitting there sucking your thumb because you just watched Tote Melt. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. All of us, this scarred all of us. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I remember. Not me. My mom covered my eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you were okay. You listened to the mom. You didn't look. And it was one of the, it was one of the, it was one of those moments where, you're, you know that it's horrible and you're going to be freaked out. And somebody said, like, well, don't look. You're going to, well, don't watch it before you go to bed. You're going to have nightmares. But at the same time, you get really, really excited when the ghosts come out and, yeah. and you're like, oh my God, Toad's face. Have you seen Toad's face melt? Hey, you got to see that. You got a Toad's face melt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty amazing. Oh, the thing about the, um, you mentioned the, the, they had to add the flame to like, you know, somehow make Belloc's exploding head less explody or less upsetting. They did the uh-huh. exact same thing uh, to David Lynch with Wild at Heart, where uh, there's a shot at the end. Uh, spoilers for Wild at Heart, everybody. Uh, Willem Dafoe uh, shoots his own head off, and uh, they made him add, like, a bunch of smoke to that to, like, just kind of obscure it a little bit. Huh, I didn't and know that. So, yeah, so I guess the MPAA, they just say, uh, you know, some kind of smoke, some kind of sand, smoke, fire, just just put that filter on there and you'll be all right. Do you think that the ratings board at the time ever imagined that there would be a future where the entire 10 minutes we've been talking, I've been scrolling back and forth over this guy's face melting to see it happen in reverse and forward <laughs> yeah. as many times as possible? I hope they know that now. I know. Retroactively. <laughs> yeah. It's all for naught. They put the fire over the wrong guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seriously, they kind of did. <laughs> but like, I mean, well, also, you know, I feel like I don't know, Bella. I mean, we all do. We all think that I guess Tote gets the worst. I mean, I know I said Dietrich is maybe the most painful, but Tote feels like the most evil guy in the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Is- and I always thought, like, do we think Belloc, like, his ending isn't really commensurate with how bad a guy he is? If oh, I knew for sure the first time I saw it that his head exploded, I would have been like, oh, all right. That's good for him. That's what he does with the art. That's You're bad. Like he dresses up. He's like, "Look at me. I'm dressed up as I'm a priest." You know. <laughs> so wait, his I'm entire life was fine up until that moment. <laughs> Everything else was fine, and then they're like, nah, "That was can't." That's what puts you from melt face to head explode. Yeah. <laughs> what were you saying? What were you saying, Pete? Oh, so were you ask? Uh, um, were you asking if his if his death was too much or too little? When you ask no, too much. Like for some reason, I don't view Belloc as the main bad guy in the movie. Really? Yeah, I don't either. Actually, well, I mean, I no, I, I, he's in, he's Indy's adversary, but I, like the Nazis seem worse. <laughs> like, like Tote, Tote, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Jerry Porter, the Nazis <laughs> seem worse. Yeah, Toad is like the bad guy in the movie. He's, the he's just guy. set up as a bad guy. Yeah, he's he's you know from the the poker scene in yeah. Marion's bar to the whole thing. Yeah, 
Where Be- Belloc has an understanding of Andy, and you even said that you almost feel bad for Belloc. Of course, here. no, I actually, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. he's a jerk and he's a dick, but he's not evil. But I so is Indy. I mean, there's there's not yeah. that much difference between Belloc and Indy, and it's interesting that Belloc explodes and Indy just kind of gets to ride this out. Yeah, I mean, Belloc was like willing to like take a woman as payment for a job. <laughs> so that's, I mean, that that's a little bad. Let's say Happy Le Pew. You know, you gotta let that slide. <laughs> he's. I mean, he he's in a way you could say he. I mean, he's maybe more responsible because. Tote's clearly insane. Yeah. And yeah. Belloc should know better. And he's kind of, he's he's commandeered the last 10 or 15 minutes of this. And you're kind of like, well, Belloc, what are you doing? Right. You, know, you seem like, you seem like you had a, a better, you know, you, you should know better. Well, it's, his, you uh, know? it's his big headed hubris that's, uh, that yeah. pressure's building up in his cranium. And then it finally gives. Yeah. I, I did just, bigger just bigger. I did just stick an image in the chat. If you're interested, there's uh a, a very brief glimpse of what the unobscured Belloc exploding head looked like. Oh, get out of here. I'm going to look yeah, at that right It's now. not video, but you get a, sort of an idea. It was, it's not an incredibly convincing head, so maybe it was better <laughs> to have it obscured, but uh-huh. it looks cool. I'm more of a <laughs> scanner's man myself when it comes oh, yeah. to exploding heads, but all right. That was clearly, wasn't that, was that rated X? Well, scanners? I think that scanners yeah. was R. I think it was R, yeah. yeah. It was Canadian, so it could be R. I don't so know. we'll put, we'll put this picture up, uh, on Facebook, yeah. Oh, great, John Brugan. If we haven't done it yet, remind us. There was I. I should have credited uh, somebody. Put it on Twitter. I don't know. I just searched for it. Hey, still. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was the most incredible aspect of owning a VCR when you were a kid. kids back in the old days. Nobody <laughs> had streaming and DVD players and stuff. If you had a VCR in like 1982 or three, you were a Rockefeller. And uh, I apparently was a Rockefeller and it had, like the coolest feature on the whole thing on the wired, by the way, uh, remote control. It was connected to the VCR by wire, a very long wire. So you could sit on the couch and use it, it was the uh, pause button and then the uh, step forward and back uh, button. So you could see tote from beginning to end every frame of his melting uh, one at a time. And it was incredibly awesome. You felt like a like a like a like a archaeologist. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What's interesting about this minute 108 is that now this is on beyond ruckus. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what started as a playful rumpus at the beginning of the semester, <laughs> you know, quickly morphed into a, a ruckus, then afraid to a fracas. Yeah. And I feel like in this minute, we're full-fledged, you know, calamisaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like a disaster buckle, calamity, yeah. disaster. Or at least a calamisaur. Yeah. yeah, and we it's just, just it's like Tote's now it's emotions in the last three minutes from like to it's just a no holds barred Yahweh rumpus calamity. Yeah, <laughs> but okay, I do have to say one thing about this calamity. We've been you know knocking the Nazis a lot. We're, we've been very hard on the Nazis. Come on, guys. <laughs> Look, give them a chance. Look, I will say one thing: German engineering. Those tripods, those light tripods are standing up to this God onslaught as it's like sweeping everything away at the end of this minute. <laughs> they are unfazed by the wrath of God. They're just doing fine. They're standing up and they'll they'll stand for a thousand years if they have to because they're very well built. That's true. Just like I'm the impressed. pole that Indian Marion are tied to. Yeah. 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 See? God is very tidy, yeah. though. He just like cleans up. Cleans up after himself. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That he really fun. does. Clean up my work. 
<laughs> Time for dinner. It is cool is it to nice? see the like wrath of flamey wrath of God go like past, but not affect Indian Marion. It's a cool effect. Yeah. Now when they're mm-hmm. screaming, I just thought of this, are they screaming because they're burning? Are they like feeling like that heat or are they just freaking out? Cause something insane is going on around. I them? think they're just scared. Okay. Personally. I All right. Too. I kind of think so too. Well, I don't, you know, I wondered cause one of my notes was did totes face melt because he's so close to the ball of fire. Oh, just a um, pure physics. Or was it, that's what I said, and I know, it's like, you know, Dietrich and Belloc have this atmospheric pressure issue. Yeah. But like this, to, because it, you know, and we're getting to the next minutes, but I mean, Indy and Marion are completely drenched in sweat. And I'm like, what you mentioned, is that because fire is surrounding them? Yeah, maybe. Uh, it's, uh, I face hmm. melt. Like, no matter how much fire. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, you're not a doctor, Evan. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. We need that disclaimer before you start making such bold statements. <laughs> yeah. I am, but I do internal don't medicine. Your... I don't know what face oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Does a pancreas melt if it gets too hot? Can you tell us that much? Can you refer me to a specialist on face melting? <laughs> um... When this, uh, when the fire kind of goes over all the dead soldiers, and you see them lying there on the ground, um, apparent supposedly one of these or more than one of these, they used. Uh, they're all miniature soldiers lying there when the fire goes over them, and apparently a couple of them are Luke Skywalker action figures in his oh, best great. fatigues. Oh, and they kind of painted them up a little bit to look like Nazis. That's great. That is incredible. Wow. I, I saw there was an auction recently where someone was selling one of the action figures used in the filming i'll I'll put that on the facebook page too oh that's awesome oh and that goes back to what um uh jamie benning was saying about uh like uh luke's belt and uh han's boots and uh imperial officer hats you know showing up in like the truck chase it's all like uh little little bits of star wars paraphernalia yeah throughout the whole movie it's almost as if nah (laughs) um well god are we done with the minute where everybody melts this is big this is huge i mean we could talk about it for another hour but it's just it's amazing it is amazing amazing. (laughs) it's a i mean it's the it's the gooey cream center at the middle of this whole movie it's a melty (laughs) chewy disgusting glasses dripping down your face center of the movie I actually, I, the last thing I, I would say, I guess, is that like one of the coolest parts about this is that it's like every great action movie has like like sort of a fake climax and then the real climax because like the movie could really have ended after the truck chase and been pretty fine. Yeah. Like on the submarine, you know, they're making out, go to credits. It would work. Right. But like, if the, it, so if you're watching this for the first time and you don't know what's going to happen, you're like, all right, that's I'm, I'm satisfied. And then this whole thing is after that. Like, no, guess what? <laughs> Uh, it's pretty great well that's like when I first saw Star Wars I remember the first time I saw Star Wars I thought that when they escaped from the Death Star that was the end of the movie and then they had the whole Death Star assault to go through I was like oh my gosh this thing's awesome (laughs) this Star Wars thing has legs (laughs) Uh, listen one thing that does not have legs is the future of this minute because it's done 
Was that was that a rough uh, transition? I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, like fang shooting out. What? The, there was one other thing. Oh, sorry. The fangs. Yeah. Did you? Did anybody pick up on the little psycho moment when the fangs shoot out? When the who what? Oh yeah, the, the fangs. Yeah. The violin sting. The. Yeah, yeah. it's a little. It's yeah. like a total psycho. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think. Ah, uh, shoot. I was gonna. I, I, when you said that, I thought, oh, there are a few times when uh, when when John Williams goes full Bernard Herrmann, and I couldn't think of what it was, and then I remembered, ah, it's in goddamn Attack of the Clones. When Anakin's <laughs> mom dies, it goes into, like, full vertigo music for a second. And I, I'm not going to, I'll cut that out. Never mind. <laughs> get it. I don't want to break yeah. it down. We had melting Nazis right. in this. Yeah. Um, but listen, a couple of guys who are not melting Nazis, Ryan and Evan... Oh, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said about me. Yeah, well, you're very nice guys. You deserve <laughs> you. to have it's true. praise like that. Um, where can uh, people find your doings? You've got a podcast. You got video games. You got uh, you know my wife. I mean, what else? What what? Uh, you can go to hellofromthematictavern.com for the podcast Seven and I uh, produce. You can go to jackboxgames.com. Jackbox Party Pack Three is coming out very soon. And you can go to uh, meet lovely your lovely wife Jody at any time that she is around. Yeah, she's really nice, and 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 she'll chat with you. She's very personable. She is, and uh, she likes to sure. talk to people more than I do. And I do a podcast. Um, Pete, speaking of podcasts, where can people find our podcast? Uh, you can find us anywhere you find podcasts. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us uh, Google Play, and you can find all of our episodes on our website, along with our new T-shirts at indianajonesminute.com and please while you're wearing your indiana jones minute t-shirt uh be sure to come back tomorrow for minute 109 is that right oh my god 109 of raiders of the lost ark here on the indiana jones minute it's beautiful it is? <laughs> 